Hello, gorgeous soul. I'm Diane Bell, and this is the Aim from the Heart podcast, your weekly dose of tips, techniques, strategies, and inspiration to help you live a life beyond your wildest dreams. If you're ready to use the art of intentional manifestation to create more freedom, more joy, more abundance, and more bliss in your life, you are in the right place. Grab a cup of tea, pull up a chair, and let's have some fun. I am so glad you're here today. Let's do this. Hello, gorgeous soul, and welcome to episode 12 of the Aim from the Heart podcast. How are you today? So yesterday was Thanksgiving Day, if you're an American, and you celebrate that. We did celebrate it, and normally I would have recorded my podcast then, but I didn't because I ended up just spending the day with my family, which was really, really beautiful. My kids were both born in America. I have American citizenship. I'm Scottish by birth, but I moved to America in 2006 and lived there until 2022, and I became an American citizen. And both of my children were born there and really consider themselves to be American, even though now we live in Spain. And so Thanksgiving is a big deal to them. It's really important to them that we celebrate the day. And so we did. We had a a full big meal and and I, I cooked it all. I know that Thanksgiving for many people is a bit of a complicated holiday now with the colonial undertones that don't feel good to us in this day and age. And obviously I know some indigenous groups have renamed the day the day of mourning, the story that we hold about Thanksgiving and the early pilgrims and the Native Americans coming together for this feast. Obviously we can see it now through a different lens. I personally choose to celebrate it though really just a day of gratitude, a day of coming together with family and being grateful and really instilling this in my children that we always should be counting our blessings. We should always be really aware of everything that we are grateful for. And it's really beautiful to sit with your family and to make a big feast and take the time to do that and then at the table, really share what we are grateful for and allow ourselves to go deep into that and to feel the gratitude collectively as a family, to have that mindfulness of how blessed we are together. Now, I'm coming this week to you to talk to you after quite an intense week for me in a certain way. Earlier in the week, I launched my website. So if you want to check out my new website, it's dianebell.com and you'll find all kinds of things there. You'll find out information about me if you're new to my world and you're like, who is this person? If you've been in my world a while and you want to learn more about me. And I actually did the website myself. It's kind of funny because the last time, the last two times, it's the first time I've ever done a website for myself actually, but the last time I paid someone quite a lot of money, a company, quite a lot of money to make my website. But this time I just felt really called to just taking the time to do it myself because I wanted to really discover what I wanted to share about the work that I do and how I wanted to present it. And, you know, so it took quite a bit of time. And what it culminated in was the last weekend, just as I was doing the finishing touches to it, I hit that wall again around my film work. And many of you will know that I... I'm a screenwriter and a film director. I've directed three movies. And the last movie that I directed called Of Dust and Bones has never really been released. It played at a whole bunch of film festivals and played very well in those film festivals and had impact on a certain audience. It's a very particular film. It's not a film for everybody at all. It's very art house. It's very like left field. You have to be a certain kind of person to enjoy this movie. So it was never intended as a mainstream film. It's definitely a very niche film. 
But it was never widely distributed. And then a couple of years ago, I sort of felt like, my gosh, I just want to put it out so people can see it if they want to see it. Like, I just want to put it on YouTube or something. So it's just available. And I reached out to the post-production house and asked them to send me a link to it or a copy of it, you know, a way to download it. And that's what I did. I downloaded it to my laptop. And then some of you will know that a few months ago, I accidentally deleted everything off my laptop. And some things were retrievable, but some things were not. Heads up, if you think the cloud is like saving everything for you, <laughs> just don't trust it. So I didn't get everything back and I didn't get the film back. And it sort of plagued me with a bit of worry and doubt. So maybe it's just a sign that I should just let it go. Maybe I should go and track it down again, go to the production house again. It's a bit embarrassing two years later. <laughs> hey, can I get it from you again? And I thought they might not even have it now. They might have deleted it from their files. I had this weird sense that maybe the film has just gone. I mean, maybe that's it. And I just need to let go of it. And when I was doing my website though at the weekend, I was poking around in my Vimeo account. I have a lot of videos <laughs> in my Vimeo account. Every class that I've ever taught is in there. There's a lot. And I was poking around in there and lo and behold, I discovered my film. I had actually, when the post-production house had sent me it and I downloaded it onto my laptop, I had actually uploaded it into Vimeo, which I didn't remember, which is not surprising because I never remember anything. So there it was. And I was like, wow. So I just decided to share the link. I thought, okay, I'm not going to get caught up in trying to make this perfect. Like what happened two years ago? I thought, okay, I'm going to share it on YouTube or something, but I'll organize some sort of premiere event. I'll organize some sort of launch. I'll plan it out. I'll make it like this. The truth is my energy is not focused on that right now. It's never going to happen. I'm busy. <laughs> I have kids. I run my business. I have a lot of moving pieces in my life. And the reality is I'm not going to spend a lot of time organizing a premiere launch event for this movie. So I thought, let me just be realistic. This time around when I found it on Vimeo the other day, my immediate thought was, oh, great, I can do it. I'll plan the event. I'll organize it. And I thought, you know what, Diane, be honest with yourself. You're not going to do it. So just share it. Just share the link. Share the link. So if you're at all interested in seeing the movie, and as I said, the movie is particular. It's not for all of you. It's called Of Dust and Bones, and it's a very slow-burning movie. <laughs> if you're the kind of person that likes slow movies that give you space to think and reflect on things, you will appreciate it. And if you're the kind of person who does not like that sort of movie, you will not appreciate it. I'm just going to say that. And basically, it's a film about grief. It's about how we live in a world that is full of horror. It's about whether we can create change in the world through art, through our bearing witness to suffering, and it's not an easy film. It goes to really dark places, difficult places, and I don't think it gives easy answers either. For certain people, it's a very satisfying film, and I think it does absolutely speak to the times that we find ourselves in, where there's these wars happening in our world, and we can choose to turn a blind eye and just act like everything's fine and carry on making whatever we're making. But that can feel heavy too. That can feel like, oh my God, am I just ignoring the suffering of others? But does looking at the suffering of others actually change anything? And that's really one of the questions that drives this movie. So if it sounds interesting to you, go to my website, dianabell.com, navigate to the screenwriting page, and you will find the uh, Of Dust and Bones link there, and you can click on it. And you can watch the movie, and you can watch it for free right now if you use the code THANKS23. So it's all caps, THANKS23. 
And so what you do is you just click that you want to rent the movie and then it will give you the opportunity to put a code in. You can put your code in and then you will be able to watch the movie for, for free. So I invite you to do that if you're interested at all. So sharing the movie this week really got me thinking a lot about our lives and the journey in our lives. And our lives are not linear journeys. This is what really came through for me. It's not like we set a goal for ourselves, a big goal, and then we just, like in movies, <laughs> just go after it and the stakes get higher and then we achieve the goal. It is rarely like that in my experience. It's much more like a spiral journey. It's much more like a labyrinth where we discover things and things unfold and then new things come. It's an evolution. Now, I reflected a lot though on what makes certain things really work well in our lives and what makes things not work so well in our lives. And actually later today, I'm gonna to be sharing a free live masterclass called The Difference on this because I think this topic is really one of the most important ones that we can consider. What makes the difference? What will really make the difference in your life? What makes the difference between you achieving your goals and achieving your goals? What makes the difference between getting good results and getting great results? What makes the difference between making a movie that doesn't land very well and doesn't get seen anywhere and making a movie that really does? What makes the difference between creating an offer in your business that three people sign up for versus 30 people sign up for? Now, obviously with all of these situations, no matter what you're going after in life and what you're trying to do, for sure, there is a part of it which is strategy, talent, learning skills, developing skills, getting better at the skills, all that stuff. That does make a difference. I'm not going to deny that. But I think it's a lot more than that. And I've spent a lot of time observing this and thinking about this. I worked in the film industry for 15 years and know a lot of people in it. And I'm endlessly fascinated by who creates epic success and who doesn't. And one of my observations is that it has very little to do with innate levels of talent. Very little to do with that. It's not true that the most talented people rise to the top. That is just not true. Some of the most incredibly talented screenwriters and filmmakers I've ever encountered have had very little to no success, whereas some of the ones that I would say didn't really have that much innate talent have done extraordinarily well. So it has very little to do with talent. Then you go, okay, if it's not talent, then what is it? Is it just hard work? Are the ones who succeed the ones who work the hardest? And I think this is one of the most powerful myths that we have in our society, that hard work is the key to creating our success, that in order to succeed at any level, in order to go from good to great, it just means you gotta work harder. Friends, this is like the most ridiculous myth ever. Again, I know people who work so darn hard and never have any kind of success. And I know people who do very little and create magic. And to be honest, in my own life and my own journey, I'll be absolutely honest and say, when I've created my most epic successes, it has not been connected to working harder than anyone. In fact, it almost seems the opposite. That the times that I've created the most incredible results are also the time that I'm most at ease, that I'm most like leaning back, that I'm most relaxed about things, that I'm most just enjoying life and not straining, striving, pushing, hustling to get the result, but trusting. 
So in the class that I'm going to be sharing, we're going to go deep into this. We're going to go deep into what really makes the difference. And I invite you to come to that class. You can go to dianebell.com slash difference and sign up for it. And if you're hearing this, you know, immediately after, if you've missed the actual live event, go to that site anyway, and you'll be able to sign up and get the replay for one week. If you're listening to this way in the future, it will be gone. I'm sorry. You'll have missed it. It may be available for sale. That's one thing about my free classes. They are always full of value. My thought is always that I'm going to sell them later. So I never just go, oh, it's just a free thing and I'm not really going to give that much in it. They go deep, they go wide, they go all the way. They always will give you things that you can work with. They'll always give you transformational tools. So if I'm sharing a free class, honestly, don't think it's free. It's going to be rubbish. It's just going to be a sales pitch. Not true. You will get way beyond the worth of your time for coming to that free class. One thing that I've been thinking about this morning is the role that gratitude plays in creating the difference. Gratitude is our secret power to create the life of our dreams. If you can feel gratitude, you get yourself in the frequency of magnetizing everything you desire to you. And when I do look back at the times in my life that I have created massive results, I'm struck by the fact that in those times I was feeling so much gratitude for my life and for the world and for the unfolding of my life and for the journey that I was on. That even if things were not perfect in my life, I was really focused on the blessings that I did have and I was living in that frequency of just being so grateful for them. Now, let me give you an example of this. So when I was in the process of making my first film, Obsolidia, I would go to yoga every single morning. I'd practice six mornings a week. I would go to my yoga practice. I would do my practice. And at the end of my whole practice, so it would take about an hour and a half to do my yoga, I would then just sit in meditation. And I had this practice that I just created for myself. It wasn't part of the official yoga practice, but in my meditation, I would just sit and allow myself to feel grateful. Now, nobody told me to do this. This was not like, you know, today, I think gratitude practice has become such a thing. It's such a trendy thing, such a buzzword. You get your gratitude journals. This was 2009. I don't know. I don't remember people talking about gratitude in a big way. Maybe they were, but not in the circles that I was hanging out in. But at the end of every practice, I would just sit and I would just feel grateful for my life. I would feel grateful for my breath. I'd feel grateful for being alive. And I would always recite in my head the opening words of a poem by E.E. Cummings, which is literally one of my favorite poems ever. The words that I would recite were as follows. I thank you, God, most for this amazing day, for the leaping greenly spirit of trees and the blue true dream of sky and for everything that is natural, that is infinite, that is yes. I still, when I say those words, get goosebumps. That part, for everything that is natural, that is infinite, that is yes. And I get this wave of emotion when I say that. I get this wave of emotion when I think those words. It's the wave of pure gratitude. And it's gratitude not for things that are mine. It's not about my house, my opportunities, or my particular blessings. It's for everything that is infinite, that is natural, that is yes. And I just feel this swell when I think of that. And that frequency, that feeling, that gratitude is honestly the key to becoming the magnet for your desires. 
Now, as I've explored this in recent years, I've come to understand more why that is so. Everything in the world has a frequency. Now, you might be like, why? How does that? Like, what do you mean? Well, everything is made of energy. Everything is energy. The three-dimensional world that we live in of physical matter, when you break down physical matter to its smallest parts, the subatomic particles, we discover that we are energy. Everything is energy. And so because of that, everything is energy and it has a movement. It has the energetic particles are moving at a certain frequency. Everything has a frequency. Money has a frequency. Joy has a frequency. Happiness has a frequency. The job that you want has a frequency. That house has a frequency. Everything has a frequency. Now, the key to actually manifesting what you desire in life is to get on the same frequency as what you desire. That's when you start to activate the law of attraction. That's the like attracts like. If you're not at the same frequency of what you desire, you're going to have a very hard time pulling it into you. This is where people get all in their heads about, well, what's the frequency of what I desire and how do I get on that frequency? There's a really simple master key frequency to everything that you desire and it's gratitude. And it just makes things so simple. You don't have to worry about what is the specific frequency of what I want. There's a frequency to everything that is desirable in this world and it's gratitude. When you activate gratitude in yourself, in your body, in your spirit, in your soul, in your emotional field, you effortlessly become somebody who is right on the creator frequency. You are now the creatrix who is just pulling in everything that you desire. And the more often that you are in that frequency, the faster you're going to see those results, the more you're going to see it. So I would say wherever you are in your life and whatever is going on, if you want to get somewhere else faster, if you have goals, you have things you want to make happen, focus on feeling more gratitude for what you already have. This is the key. And I don't just mean writing out gratitude lists every day. As I say, it's become a really fashionable thing. You buy a gratitude journal. Every morning you sit and list five things that you're grateful for. You do it again at night. I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my family. But saying it is not the same as feeling it. What you need to unleash in order to become the magnet for your desires is the actual feeling, the frequency. So it's not just saying it and going through it by numbers like, oh, I want to activate gratitude. So I'm going to do my journal and I'm like grateful for this and I'm grateful for that. You need to feel it. You need to feel it in your whole bones and body. That feeling of, oh my God, I am so freaking grateful. And whatever that takes, Whatever that takes, it's worth it because I tell you, when you get onto that frequency and you're in it regularly, watch how your life changes. If you feel right now that not much is going right in your life, and I hope that's not the case, but I know sometimes for some people it's like, oh my God, my life is a mess. I'm so unhappy in all these different ways. I feel broken. I feel overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. My advice to you is find one thing that you can feel grateful for in your life right now. And there's always one and it might not even belong to you. It might be something that is natural, that is infinite, that is yes. Tap into that. Start feeling grateful for that. Focus your energy into that and your life will start to change. 
And if you do already have a lot of things to be grateful for in your life, then it's easy, right? We're just going to compound your gratitude because the more you focus on being grateful for what you already have, the more you will have to be grateful for. So focusing on, oh my gosh, like I'm so grateful for this. I'm so grateful for that. Say I launch a course and only two people sign up. I can feel frustrated by that. I can feel like, oh my God, this is terrible. I thought 20 people were going to show up and only two people showed up. But if I can shift my focus to be like, I'm so grateful that two people have decided to do this with me. It changes everything. Now in my book, Shoot from the Heart, which is a guide to indie filmmaking, if you've read it, you'll know every single chapter ends with be grateful for where you are on this journey. This is what propels us forward. If we are constantly focused on what's not working, if we're constantly focused on why it's all wrong, if we're constantly focused on why it's not good enough, guess what we are constantly attracting back to us? More of it's not working, it's not good enough, it's never going to work. But when we shift our focus to being grateful for every step, no, we're not all the way there. We haven't got everything that we want. It's not all done yet. But if we can be grateful here and now for what we have, what we have to be grateful for will keep growing. The reason to feel gratitude is not just so that we can get more stuff or magnetize more good things. It's also so that we live in presence. So many of us walk around cut off from our own lives, cut off from our own blessings. As my teacher Thich Nhat Hanh said, We always have the conditions to be happy. They exist in the here and now. And what we have to do is wake up to them in the here and now. Not wait until some mythical time in the future where everything's going to be right and then we get to be happy. But here and now, be in touch with how blessed we are because trust me, my friend, if you have ears to listen to this with, and you have some device that's allowing you to listen to this podcast, you are doing great. And so just taking a moment to lock that in and to feel grateful for what we have. It's waking up to our present moment. And that is a beautiful thing. That's the greatest gift of all. Gratitude is our key. Gratitude is without a doubt the number one way to magnetize what you want to you. If you just focus on feeling grateful and you make that your number one thing day in, day out, I'm going to be grateful. Watch how fast you start to create incredible results in your life. And who doesn't love that? All right, my friends, I'm going to wrap this up just now. I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I appreciate you so much. I've received a lot of beautiful messages about it and I'm so grateful. This is obviously a fairly new venture doing this podcast and so it's super exciting. Next week, I'm actually going to be in Los Angeles. Ah, I'm going to tell you more about that, about going to Los Angeles and why I'm going there and what's happening. I'm so excited about it though. I can't believe I'm doing it. So I'll need to see if I record the uh, podcast there or if I record it before I go. But either way, next Friday, you'll be hearing from me. I love you so much. I am so grateful to you. I am so grateful to you for tuning in, for choosing to be in my world, for choosing to listen to this. It is the deepest honor. 
Mm. And I'm just feeling this gratitude wash over my body and it feels so good. So let yourself feel grateful too. Write a gratitude list if you want to, but do it in a way where it really is about the feeling. It's not about listing things like a good student. If you can just think of one thing that you feel so grateful for and let your whole body become alive with that gratitude, that's better than writing out a hundred things. So feel grateful, be grateful. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. If you enjoyed it, could you do me a favor? Please leave it a little review wherever you're listening to it or screenshot it and share it on your social media and tag me so I can see it. I would be so appreciative. Thanks so much. I love you and I'll see you soon.